Welcome to Wealth Curve Talk, hosted by John L. Smallwood, a certified financial planner and president of Smallwood Wealth Management. With over 25 years experience helping people with wealth management strategies, financial planning, business ownership, estate planning, insurance, and more, John shares insight with you that you can use to gain financial confidence and peace of mind. And now, here's your host, six-time five-star wealth manager award winner, John L. Smallwood. Hello, this is John Smallwood from Wealth Curve Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most important parts of a wealth management plan. Without this at the core of your plan, you just don't have a plan. The month of May is known as Disability Awareness Month. The most important asset that you have is your ability to work, your ability to earn income, your ability to show up every day and do what you do. This is the one of the most misunderstood, missed parts of wealth management, financial planning, planning. Disability is one of the biggest things that is missed all the time. And it's actually one of the largest problems that you see in wealth management. So what I wanted to do is just start off with why this is important and why I think, you know, this is one of the most important things to make sure that you have in your plan. And most people, when they're thinking about it, they think disability will happen to somebody else. It won't happen to them and that it's not going to happen to us. And that's one of the conversations that you have all the time with, with people because it's just that's the way people think about it. The probability of being disabled prior to 65 for somebody in the workforce is one in four. Accidents are not the major cause of disability. Back injuries, cancer, heart disease, and other illnesses are the major causes. There's a wonderful website that we look at periodically called disabilitycanhappen.org. There's a tremendous amount of information there that's on the site. But what's interesting is you have to think about this, right? Visualize for a second. You're 40 years old, you're 50 years old, you've been working your rear end off, your tail off, you started a business, you've got your business, you've got your employees, you've got all of your commitments that you've made, rents and mortgages, and all of a sudden you become disabled. How do you continue to make the money to produce the results that you were getting? And if you think about it, a large majority of people in the United States in the workforce are living paycheck to paycheck. Without that paycheck, everything comes to a screeching halt. If you've been successful and you've accumulated money, how long will that money last if you're completely disabled? And you have to think about this from a, from a macro standpoint, from a bigger picture standpoint, which is if you work for a corporation, a lot of corporations have disability insurance that is provided as a benefit. But there are many misthinking on those things. There's many um, loopholes and many, you know, you're underinsured. It's a good foundation, but it may not be what you really want. For example, you may be earning $200,000 a year. And the disability would cover you for $7,000 a month 
or 50% of your salary, and that would be taxable. It's hard enough to live on your current 100% of your salary, right? Let alone 50% or less. You have to really understand what you have as part of the disability package that you have. Most people that I talk to, when we encounter them in the initial fact-finding session in our process, they're looking at this and they say, oh, I've got something, but I'm not really sure what it is. And that's something that I think is really, really important. You really need to understand what that is and understand what the, what the caps are, if it's integrated with Social Security, um, is it fully insuring your entire compensation, meaning base salary, bonus, etc.? And a lot of that's not. And what happens is you think about it from the self-employed person. And the self-employed person is a completely different perspective, right? When you're self-employed, um, depending upon how big the organization is and how long it's been going, a lot of people are the sole drivers of their, of their firms. If you were disabled, all of that stops. And if you're running your own firm, your overhead continues, right? So not only have you lost your income, but your overhead continues and your staff payments and your mortgages and your rents that you're, that you're doing. And a lot of those things have personal guarantees. So you got to think about the big picture. And I'm not getting into the details here a little bit, but the idea is I want you to think about if disability occurs for somebody that works for a corporation, that's one avenue. If you're self-employed, it's potentially a far bigger problem and you really need to focus on what that is that you have. Now, the awareness that I'm trying to get out for this month is that disability done right adds value to the plan. Disability done wrong is really a, a situation that's going to create a lot of pain in your plan. We have a software that we call that's the uh, My Wealth Curve, and we can simulate different types of things. So assume for a second you're 40 years old, you're making $250,000 a year, you've saved up about $300,000, and you, you know, you're saving the right amount of money, everything is good. You know, the track that you're on is you're going to get to this magic age of, let's just say, 64, 65 years old. And that's the retirement age, which Social Security is now different. But you're, you know, you're on track to have this million two of assets. And if you became disabled yesterday, right, or, you know, three years from now, let's say at 43, by the time you're 48, you're completely out of assets and you have to move home with mom. Just kidding. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a, this is really terrible. If you, we have the simulation software where the idea is to understand if I put in the disability coverage, the maximum amount of disability coverage that I could bring in for that person, you never run out of money if it's done right. There is one of the, one of the big common, common obstacles that people have is, it's not going to happen to me, so I don't want to pay the premium that's necessary to cover this, okay? And it in the report that we do, we have this report that basically will show you four opportunities, right? And that four opportunity is let's assume that you never bought the disability coverage and you never become disabled. You're going to be at a certain spot. If you get to, if you 
don't buy the disability coverage and you become disabled, you're going to run out of money. If you buy the coverage and you don't become disabled, there's an opportunity cost, meaning the premiums I was spending on that event were a waste. My position is that's a great thing because I bought it, I was protected, I lived my life, and I didn't become disabled. The the other option is I bought it and became disabled. And, you know, if you think about it, when you're 40 years old or you're 50 years old or you're 55 or you're 60, you're at your peak earnings. You're at your peak spending. You've got kids going to college. You've got weddings. You've got things that you and your spouse want to do together. Any disruption in your income or in your savings rate, because what happens is when you become disabled, all of the savings that you were doing also stops at the same time. And that future potential you were trying to get to is destroyed. So the idea is the most important asset is your ability to earn income. When you when I look at a lot of people and I and I get their initial uh, confidential financial questionnaire and we list, you know, you're listing all the assets that you own and you're listing the insurance coverages that you have, car insurance, homeowners insurance, disabilities forgotten, life insurance is forgotten in a lot of those cases, and they're a lot of times they're spending more money insuring the car than they are insuring their ability to earn income which is kind of strange because everything that's going to happen in the plan is a result of you getting up and going to work. If you can't go to work because you had one of these, you know, issues out there that prevents you from going to work, then everything in your plan stops. And the idea is that you know what people start to look at and focus on is that it's hopefully not going to happen to me. Right. This is never going to happen to me. And I, you know, my position is I hope it never does. But if it does, are you prepared for that? Are you going to be able to survive this, you know, through this? And there's a lot of things that we want to focus on in a, in a disability strategy because the most important part of what we're trying to accomplish is if you're supposed to get to this, you know, as I was talking about earlier, this $1.2 million number, in the future at 65. And if you become disabled, you're out of money in five years, but you purchase the disability coverage. And instead of getting to, you know, 1.2 million, the disability coverage is going to cause a little bit of a drain. It's going to get you to a million, but it's, that's the difference of having like an additional in present value terms, like $31,000 of additional money. Why that's valuable. What's more important. And a lot of times, One of the things I think that's really, really important is good financial planning, good financial strategy, good wealth management is going to go in and look at everything that you're doing currently. And what we have is a concept that's called financial leaks. In your plan, there's money leaking everywhere, financial pressure, excess taxes, insurance costs that are unnecessary, finance charges that are unnecessary. Good financial planning will find the money that's leaking out of the plan. And the idea is to recapture, reposition, and redirect that money to get maximum benefits with maximum financial output. Every time I review these things, we're looking at it as if 
we didn't go find the money in the plant. Now, not every, you know, some, some plants are perfect and you're not going to find that excess money, but a lot of times you're going to find it. And I think what I want to focus on on Disability Awareness Month is the concept that there's a lot of different things that we need to focus on. We need to focus on the quality of the coverage that you have. We need to focus on the integration with Social Security. There's riders that can be added that have things that are called residual benefits or uh, excess benefits for uh, long-term care. You know, if you're satisfying two of the daily uh, living benefits that you can't bathe yourself, feed yourself, change yourself, a lot of policies will kick in what's called the catastrophic rider. So in addition to whatever you're able to get, you might get as much as twice as much of the coverage that you're getting if you're in those conditions. And, and you have to think through this is that a lot of people, when we start to talk about what the causes are of disabilities, there's this belief that my job's pretty easy. I just sit back at a, you know, at a computer all day and I, and I do stuff and I can do that if I'm disabled. When you go through, you know, muscular skeletal disorders, which is one of the number one causes of disability, which is something like arthritis, back pain, spine and joint disorders, fibromyitis and fibromyalgia, you know, things like that, that these things that are breaking down, people that are going through those, they have no interest in working. Um, the pain is so high that you can't even do it. Um, other people can go through it, but what's, what you want is when you go through one of these events, if you happen to go through one of those events, it you're going to go through it the right way. Um, one of my biggest concerns early on uh, when I started to do my own personal plan is I had, you know, I went from no kids to one kid to two kids to three kids to four kids. And being disabled, if I was disabled and I didn't have the ability to put the kids through college, that would be, you know, Painful to be disabled, but super painful to see my kids not be able to do what they're supposed to do because my plan didn't have a contingency to protect that. What I, what we're going to be doing with this disability awareness is we're going to be highlighting some of the key features and some of the key products that are, um, benefits and riders and things that you need to consider when constructing a really well fired disability plan. And there's, there's many things that are available on the insurance world that you can actually maximize it. So we're going to be talking about this. But today, I just wanted to do a quick intro and talk about and just come back through this is that the most important part of any financial plan is you and your ability to earn income. That is the most valuable asset in the entire plan. There's nothing more valuable than, than you. And you need to insure yourself as if you are the most valuable asset. And in doing that, if you have a great protected plan, you're going to get the outcomes that you want to do if events happen. There's statistics that are out here. Those are really not that important, right? It, while they are important, you know, the most common, you know, reasons for long-term disability must, you know, 29% of them happen from, you know, arthritis and things like that, spine pain. 15% is coming from cancer. And then the other ones are there. So that's 
a large portion of what's happening is those two areas. But I kind of look at it from a separate position, meaning I either am going to become disabled or I'm not. There's really, there's really no other option. I mean, it might be one out of four, but I'm either, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. I hope it's not going to happen, but I want to have a contingency in my plan. If it does happen, I continue to live the life that I wanted to. Now, if I'm disabled, the life is completely different, right? But if you think about your household budget for a second, and this is something that most people don't have a good handle on where their money's really being spent, but let's say that you have a household budget and it's $10,000 a month. That's the mortgage, it's utilities, it's cable, it's car payments, it's all that, you know, stuff that, that we're doing. And I'm disabled. Boom. That budget doesn't really change because I'm dis, because I'm disabled. It doesn't go down. I would argue that it actually goes up because now I have to put in contingencies. Maybe people need to take care of me. Maybe I need to put ramps in. Maybe I need a special vehicle that's going to cost more money. Um, there's this linear thinking, right? Is that the budget stays the same? And in my disability report, we're showing the budget stays the same. The reality is it doesn't. And it's going to be in a dramatic increase. But let's say the budget does stay at 10000 and you're getting 6000 a month. There's $4,000 a month that you're upside down. If it's taxable, you might be, you know, five or $6,000 upside down. If it's tax-free, it's better. Now, disability coverage, to just hit that for a second, if I have employer-paid disability coverage and I become disabled, that benefit is taxable. If I pay for coverage on my own or if my employer is making me pay for my coverage and I happen to receive that benefit, it's tax-free. I want you to foreshadow and think with me for a, th- a second here in that if I'm disabled today, let's say I'm 53 years old, which is what I am, and I became disabled yesterday. Now I know it's not true, right? So now I can just have fun with it. If I'm disabled and my disability coverage is going to take me out in most cases to 65, sometimes to 70. And back prior to the early mid nineties, there used to be lifetime disability benefits that you could buy. And I have actually have a few clients who are disabled collecting lifetime benefits. And I have a couple of clients that included myself that actually have some of those policies that do have lifetime benefits on them. They're like gold, right? Cause they don't exist, but if I, if my savings halted today because I was disabled and I was getting my disability benefits and that kept me alive and it kept me going, when I get to 65, now all that disability benefit stops. But what happened to my savings? What's my lifestyle going to be like on the back end of that? Right? So we really have to simulate. One of the keys is you need to simulate the the outcome of negativity which is if i became disabled right now what happens and what what how how could that get worse and how could that get better if i put in disability coverage and it cost me x dollars what's the impact on my wealth and a lot of my clients that you know i've been doing this for 30 years we bought the disability coverage way back when when they didn't have any money and when they had accumulated a lot of money the idea was we're going to stop paying those premiums. The majority of those people said, ah, the premium's so small now, I'm just going to do it. It would be bad luck not to pay it. 
<laughs> right? So, so you have this conversation that, that goes on, but everybody realizes the most important asset is your ability to get up every day, all right, and go to work. So a couple of things that I want to offer to you. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you can send an email to clientservices at smallwoodwealth.com. And in this subject, put free disability report. And what we will do is we will provide you with a, a simulation. We'll walk you through our quick wealth curve conversation. We'll find out about where you are, what you're doing, what you have. And we'll do a quick simulation to show you what those options are. No obligations. We will do that. One of our advisors will take care of that for you. Um, it's an excellent opportunity to do it. On the website, we have some videos that, that you can see. We have podcasts, and then you can sort those podcasts by um, – we have disability, and it'll sort them and pull out the ones that are disability-focused. We have ones that are you know dedicated to life insurance and wills and trusts, and we have ones that are dedicated to, to separate areas. So the resources are here. My goal is to get you thinking strategically to make sure – that you are protected properly and to make sure that what you have as far as protection is what you believe it is. A lot of times people say, well, I have that. But what they don't realize is there's so many different little nuances, such as own occupation versus any occupation, benefit periods, waiting periods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is here. This is available for you. Uh, we are here to help you. Um, have a wonderful day and thank you for listening wealth curve talk with john l smallwood is brought to you by smallwood wealth Ma an investment advisor representative strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone and the information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action as information and or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Smallwood Wealth Management provides content that is true and accurate as of the date of publishing. However, we give no assurance or warranty regarding the accuracy, timeliness, or applicability of any of the contents. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this website or podcast and disclaim all liability in respect of such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Thank you for listening.